ABC Radio. You're listening to Nightlife. Nightlife with Philip Clark. And joining us on uh, Nightlife News Breakdown is veteran political reporter and columnist for the Saturday paper and the New Daily, a 30-year veteran of the Canberra Press Gallery, Paul Bongiorno. Paul, good evening. Welcome to Nightlife. I, I made it. Do you know, all of a sudden feel old? But there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, first day of Parliament back, resuming for 2023. Gee, there was a big, uh, well, a, a minor bombshell perhaps. Um, Lydia Thorpe leaving the Greens. Now, Senator Thorpe, Senator Lydia Thorpe, was elected as a Green senator in Victoria. Yes. yes. Uh, this. What does it mean for the balance of power in the Senate now? Or the oh, sorry, well, the balance in the Senate now. Well, it actually means a bit, quite a bit. I, I, I think. I mean, everyone is concentrating on on what it might mean for the yes vote and the Greens' attitude to it, and maybe we can talk about that in a minute. Mm. But the the point is that Lydia Thorpe has uh, said that the only the only commitment she made as she closed the door on the way out was to support the Greens on the on on climate. Otherwise, she's going to uh, put everything through a prism of the sovereign movement, mm. what the hell that means. Now, the, the, the point about a sovereign movement, and <laughs> I've got to say, and um, you can lock me up later for this, but um, Pauline Hanson went on Twitter this afternoon and she spelled out quite accurately that the black sovereign movement that Lydia Thorpe talks about doesn't accept the legitimacy of of the Australian Commonwealth, nor the legitimacy, therefore, of the Australian Parliament. And and when they talk about sovereignty, they mean that contemporary Australia, modern Australia, the Australian government and the Australian states have no legitimacy. And if you take them at face value, it's winding everything back to 1788. Hmm. So maybe it's, it's a polemical extreme position, but they certainly seem to push it with uh, with a passion um, bordering on, um, your worship, uh, extremism. Yes. Yes, she says straight out that she wants to, um, uh, she doesn't want to represent the Greens anymore. She wants to grow and amplify the black sovereign movement. This is black spelled B-L-A-K, movement yeah. across the nation. She talks about strength and activism of, of, of her ancestors and the conviction yes. to work for them, says she doesn't accept the legitimacy of the Australian Federation or the Act of Parliament for Federation, which That's is right. colonial dispossession, she says. This is yes. what she said today. This country has a strong grassroots black sovereign movement full of staunch and committed warriors. And I want to represent that movement fully in this parliament. It has become clear to me that I can't do that from within the Greens. Now I will be able to speak freely on all issues from a sovereign perspective without being constrained by portfolios and agreed party positions. Yes, well, some might say the legitimate course of action then, Senator, uh, if you want to do that, is to resign from Parliament and uh, stand for election as a black sovereign representative and see how far you get. Uh, well, precisely. And, 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 I mean, and yep. you know, with some legitimacy, people could argue that, couldn't they? 
Well, utterly and completely. And today when she read out her statement saying all of that, she didn't hang around. She took no questions whatsoever. Mm. So she's she's above any sort of accountability. Uh, let, let me quote something else she said to you. My strength and conviction comes from a lifetime of activism, from my ancestors and from my matriarchs, all with capitals, by the way, and continue to say to me every day, keep infiltrating Keep your integrity, keep the fire burning, keep our fight alive. Well, integrity to whom? Certainly not to the Greens political party and the hordes of activists that actually got her into the parliament uh, as a senator for, for Victoria to represent Victorians as a Green. So much for integrity there. Hmm. But I, I think the word keep infiltrating is a word that really does um, expose a quite sinister view of, of, of the parliament and of what she's on about. In this context, infiltration is you infiltrate to destroy from within. Mm. And I think that from that point of view, uh, I reckon all bets are off in the Senate. And it's all very well for Adam Bant to say, oh, no, well, we're still the major people with the um, balance of power. Well, sure, they've gone from 12 to 11, and that's quite significant. However, one is a very important number. And that means that the balance in the Senate has gone from the, the Greens plus Pocock, who have shown themselves to be progressive, if I can put it that way, and putting in lights, putting up in lights, Jackie Lambie and and her uh, her, her sidekick, uh, uh, Tyrrell. Now, now, the two of them uh, haven't shown that they're they share the Labor Party or the Greens Party or indeed P Pocock's uh, more progressive views on a range of issues. Mm. So the dynamic already will have is changing in the Senate. And, and that, of course, would be something more of a headache, I think, for the Albanese government and for the Labor leadership in the Senate. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right also. I mean, your comment on this too, uh, that this, is not, this is very destabilising for Adam Banth, the Greens leader, isn't it? I mean, this... This is no good for him. Here he is, can't seem, seemingly can't control his own troops. Uh, you know, she's only been there two years and now she's off. Uh, well, and, uh, you know, it does, it does reflect on him, doesn't it? Because after all, he was one of the ones with the former leader of the Greens too who encouraged, indeed uh, supported Lydia Thorpe and, and, well, it's not unfair to say, fast-tracked her into the, well, well, into the, into the Parliament. Well, they did. She filled a casual vacancy, and then they uh, they put her up on number one on the second ticket uh, on right. the uh, Senate ticket of the next election. Look, Bant's offer, I think, for her to remain the Greens' first nation spokesman, pushing back against the voice, even if the rest of the party disagreed with her. Uh, and I've said this in my column in the New Daily tomorrow. I actually think that was an untenable contortion, and I reckon the Greens should be grateful that she rejected it. Uh, the only explanation for it is maybe, uh, maybe it was to try and you know retain a more significant share of the balance of power that we've just been discussing in the Senate, or maybe, and this is a pretty big maybe, um, you know, just a bit of speculation on my part that that Bant was trying to keep her on some sort of a leash. Mm. Yeah, well, she's there till 2028, I think, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's, she's got, got a, five more years. She's got five more years. We're talking uh, with uh, Paul Bongiorno in uh, Nightlife News Breakdown tonight but uh, about the day's big political news out of Canberra, which was the resignation of Lydia Thorpe from the Greens. She now says she's going to sit on the cross benches representing something called the Black Sovereign Movement. No one's entirely clear what 
this means, uh, or whether it's, but it certainly does seem to be. Uh, she's been banging on about sovereignty a lot. This idea of sovereignty, in other words, that she does not think that the people she represents accept the legitimacy of the current parliament. Oh, precisely. Look, there's a bit of an one, one, one might ask why she's why she's therefore a, me- a member of it. Well, well, she she was asked about that a year ago, and she said that uh, she said that um, you know um, she thought it was better to be in there trying to achieve something than outside throwing bricks. But you might remember that when she uh, was throwing bombs more than bricks, I got to say. But anyway, you might remember that when she turned up to be sworn into the Senate after the last election, uh, she came in with a black power salute, and she had her own form of words, sort of cutting out, you know, the form of allegiance that she would give. And and she was told by the Senate uh, president that look, if you want to be a senator, you have to sort of swear allegiance, you know, to the Senate and to the Commonwealth of Australia. And so she sort of towed the line. But I mean, that was that was a real insight. But let me say something else to you because I did a bit of homework on this for my column. Um, look, uh, despite the um, claims in some quarters, particularly from Lydia Thorpe, but others, that there was a significant walkout in 2017 from that convention at Uluru that came up with the Uluru Statement, I'm told that uh, SBS television that had a crew at that uh, convention, um, they reported that night, and I've checked this out, that only seven walked away. Well, that's seven out of about 215. Mm. So what we're talking about here, I've got to say, is an extreme fringe. Yes. Well, as you say, it's damaged Adam Bant. It certainly made the balance of power in the Senate more complicated for the government, and yeah. it's put her in a very odd position indeed. Anyway, uh, what else today? The opinion polls are out today, news poll as well. Uh, yeah. the predictor, not, not surprisingly, the government's in front. Well, that's probably right at this stage of the political cycle, I, I, I guess. Although support for The Voice was still in the majority. Yeah, support for the uh, voice was in the majority. Look, I've got to say, just going back about uh, where the government's standing, uh, people are quite surprised that, yeah, I agree with you that, uh, you know, a new government, unless it's absolutely stuffed up, Mm. would be in front at this point of time. Of course, yeah. People are a bit gobsmacked that Albanese is so far in front. Uh, you know, in fact, news poll today with a 10-point lead, two-party preferred, is the slenderest lead this year in the four major opinion polls that have been published. And the average of the four polls taken uh, in, in January and early February has Labor on a 13-point lead. But But the other thing is we all remember how, <laughs> you know, uh, how popular Kevin Rudd was, Kevin 07 and all of that. Well, Albanese's up there with him. He's got uh, a 57% approval rate. Now, this is this is the guy that a lot of us, and I'll put my hand up here, Philip, but um, don't report me to the secret police, didn't really think that, uh, that you know, he, he could quite make it or that people would go for him. Well, he's but, famously said, he's famously said, isn't he? He said, I've been underestimated all my life. That's right. He did indeed. And what he is showing, and of course he has been in the parliament a very long time, mm. and but he has been leader of the government. He has been manager of opposition business. He's showing a feel for politics from quite keen observation of how the whole show works. So he's not easily or quickly spooked. And I think that's important. But the other thing I've got to say to you, and I think the, the opinion poll is reflecting this, um, 
we probably got used to not having a government quite as competent as this. Now, competent doesn't mean to say they're terrific on everything, but they seem to understand the parameters of, of our Westminster system, which, as we're finding from the Robo-Royal Commission, um, uh, you know, the Morrison government didn't quite understand, or if they did, they treated with contempt. Mind you, as, as I think Jim Chalmers has, uh, has predicted, there are some significant headwinds on the way, and it'll probably start this week with... A rise, yes. in, a rise in interest rates from the oh, Reserve Bank, which is going to which will hurt the government. There's no question of that. I've got no doubt. But look, picking up on that point, which I took you away from, just mm. in terms of the voice uh, to the Parliament, 56% approve of it. Now, this news poll, or you know, you know, support it. This um, news poll, unlike the um, Sydney Morning Herald Age poll a couple of weeks, the last week, the week before, that also did a poll of every state and found that that the voice had a majority uh, nationally and a majority of states supporting it. From news poll, we don't know that. The interesting thing about news poll, and I was given some um, analysis uh, from um, one of the government uh, backroom people today that, um, that came up with a few interesting things which I'd like to share with you and um, your insomniac. Mm. <laughs> okay, the, the 7% in the poll who don't know um, including the 10% in the 18-34s, actually are an opportunity for the Yes campaign. The 14% partly against, which is fairly consistent across all the demographics, they've am analysed all the demographics that Newspoll published, is also an opportunity for the Yes campaign. Sure, you could say it's for the No campaign, that's true, but... Um, Interestingly, the number one issue that Newspoll picked up on The Voice is it won't do much to help. Um, mm. that would, that, that's interesting. So the demand for more uh, uh, information was right down the list. It, 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 it was, um, um, where is it? I've, I've got it here. Yeah, uh, more, more information was about number five on the list, not enough, 48%, whereas the others like won't help, 67%, favours one group, 65%, will lead to division, 61%. So what um, Peter Dutton's been banging on about doesn't even have, you know, half half of the people who are worried about it or who are wondering about it uh, supporting supporting his tack, which I think is quite interesting. Yeah. Yes, no, it is. All right, Bonge, uh, been very interesting, and um, thanks very much for your time. Thank you, Philip. Good night. You've been listening to a Nightlife podcast. For more great conversations about the issues that impact you, as well as features on travel and food, head to the Nightlife webpage. You'll find it at abc.net.au slash nightlife. You don't need to be a night owl to enjoy the nightlife.